it's a fun day here at the Horse Trainer's Wife podcast. I'm Cindy Capel, and I have Dennis, the trainer. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Good. I have got a great topic today. All right. What is it? Emotions. <laughs> great. That's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. But I actually Googled the definition of emotion, in case you didn't know it. Okay. What so is it? I'm going to read it to you. <laughs> A natural, instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, mood, or relationship with others. And I am very appreciative. We had a listener actually give this topic to us about containing horses' emotions, how to help them do that. Can we do that? Sometimes we can. Sometimes we can't. And, uh, you know, I'm depends on what is triggering the emotion. Like your definition said there, it depends on the circumstances, it might depend on the mood of the horse, it might, there's a lot of variables that come into play, but the thing that, that I always try to do as best I can is ride those horses where I can ride them. And, and by that I mean, if they're in such an emotional state of uh, upset that, that they're about ready to trip over in a what I call a self-preserving mindset, which is to run, you know, really run away. Uh, there's not a lot you can do at that moment most of the time, you know. Uh, it depends on a lot of a lot of variables, you know, when it comes to talking about the topic of contained emotions. Some horses are, are pretty settled and stay pretty calm under most circumstances. Other horses, it doesn't take much to trigger them off, and, and there's all, they're all different, just like people are. But I think, you know, the best advice I could give on that is, is do the best job you can at keeping your horse ridden. Uh, ride them before you go somewhere quite a bit. When you get on a fresh horse, one that hasn't been exercised much and hasn't had much handling in a, in a while, and you decide to go do something, and, and let's just use a bear, for example. A bear shows up, might be a rock, but it, to the horse it looks like a bear, and gets him in some kind of an emotional state of tizzy, and you're on a fresh horse, but that, that horse is going to use that freshness as a tool against you at that moment, and that's going to cause their emotions to, to get on a run away you know but they're really going to escalate at that point where if you if you have spent the time to to keep that horse ridden down where they're not so fresh and and you know then you've done your homework and getting your horse between your legs and between your bridle reins so that you have some directional control hopefully we've got uh, good signals to the horse that when we want to stop we can stop them easily so we don't have to pull on them Generally, if, if, we, if we have to hold on to a horse too tightly with our legs and our hands, it's going to make it difficult to stabilize their emotional state of mind. But if we, if we do have tools, uh, directional tools, and we've got that horse broke well enough that, that it will soften underneath of us, most horses will um, find comfort in your leadership, and they're able to trust you to protect them so that they can relax. So 
I know that's a kind of a complicated answer to a simple question, but it, it, it's not a, real, not a real simple one to deal with. Well, I looked up the definition of contain, and it is have or hold, control, or restrain. And when it comes to a horse, is that how you want to deal, or how do you deal with their emotions? I, I try to direct them. I don't, I don't try to, uh, um, to hold them. I mean, to, to me, holding produces the response most of the time of fight. And, that, and they, they'll just do whatever they, they can to get away from being held and and it will add to the emotional state of frenzy so but by directing that's uh, basically just sending the horse uh, away from or alongside whatever's bothering them uh, you know horses are so one-sided like if, if something was bothering a horse off to the right side I'll, I'll simply remind them of their left side and get see what do what I can to get them to look to the left so how do you do that how do you get them to look to the left that I hear you say that a lot I remind the horse that he has another side and so how do you do that and I want to always add in here too when you ride when you ride or you're around a horse you are in rhythm you are steady so that horse can get comfortable in your rhythm even if it's an escalated rhythm or escalated energy you still stay in rhythm so because I know we're talking about a horse's emotions so naturally sometimes those emotions the horse is more either frightened fearful frustrated or something probably if on one side anyway they don't always are not like that but when you talk about then reminding them, like you made a comment of an obstacle, okay? So we, you go to an obstacle, he doesn't really like it, but you remind him he has another side. So explain that to us. Well, they tend to, if, if something is bothering them, they tend to, to just focus their attention on it. And they'll, they'll, a lot of times, even lock both eyes onto the thing they're troubled with. And let's just use it on the right side, for example. If they're looking off to the right real strong, or there's something out there to the right. Yeah. See, that's a natural instinct of a horse to look at things that they are uncertain of. I mean, we've all seen it. Look at a deer. When it, whenever a deer sees something off in the distance, what do they do? They, they don't instantly run away from it, but they look at it. And then they decide, is this something I can stay here with or are they going to run away from it? And that's what a horse is doing when they're really focused in on something. They're, they're in a mental decision about, can I stay here or do I have to run away from this? So if they're focused in, more than likely their thoughts are going the opposite direction. What do you mean by going the opposite direction? More than likely, if they're really, if something has really drawn their attention, their thoughts are, I've got to get away from this thing. So they're thinking about leaving. They're trying to make that decision in their mind. Yeah. Am I safe here or do I need to get out of here? So they're looking right, but their body's going left. Uh, wait a minute, what do you mean here? What do you mean they're looking right and their body's going left? Yeah, a horse will run off with you, but you can have your, their head all the way around to your right foot and still be running off to the left. <laughs> that's a miserable feeling because they can't see where they're going. Okay. And, uh, so that's why I, I, I remind them of that other side. 
of the left. So if the horse was looking to the right, you're going to remind them of the left side. So basically what I'm going to do is use that leg, that, that leg on the opposite side. Left side. And my left hand. And my, my right hand still going to be involved because it's, it's going to be there to keep that horse from turning left. I don't want him turning left. I just want him looking left. It's still still traveling straight because forward motion with a horse looking straight out with his head straight out of his body is going to take at least a portion of his brain and, and have it on the left side of his body. And when that happens, now then it'll, it'll serve to, to help relax that horse. He can go by the thing that's bothering him because he's not locked in on focused on. So that's how you would deal with things with an obstacle. Is that correct? Okay. So you talk a lot about reading a horse, and I know emotions is one thing that you talk about reading. What are you looking at when you're reading a horse with the emotions? I've been, I've been paying a lot of attention lately to just pure stockmanship, handling cattle and sheep and horses. And they're all they all handled about the same way. And if if we can position ourselves uh, and and we know exactly what we want them to do by position ourselves, I mean, I got working a bunch of horses in the barn today in a, in a group, and uh, and I sent those horses around the outside of the arena, and I and I started the first ones around. And then that created draw, so that the other one had those first horses to follow. And then I was able to maintain some drive to the, the further back horses. And I was standing in the center of the arena, and, and what ended up happening, it created a sensation where those horses wanted to go around me. So they were going around, and, and they got in single file as they were going around. I didn't let them just ball up in a group. I had them, I had them going in single file and then I could back up just a little bit and I could stop that whole group of horses together in that when they were coming around single file and the reason I could stop all of them when I did that is because they could all see me they weren't all balled up in a frenzy they were they were thinking as they were going along and then then I started playing with that and and I I could stop them and then I could let one go then I could let another one go one at a time, and I wanted them to go by at a walk, not not in a hurry. And, and it wasn't maybe two or three laps around the barn, and I had all of those horses just uh, basically hooked on to me, and, and I was able to stop any one of them anywhere I wanted to go, direct them anywhere I wanted them to go. And, and I think that was, for me, a sort of a light bulb moment that I could work each horse as an individual if I was paying attention to what I was doing and help each horse to become comfortable and in that group situation they were drawing some security off of each other but as I was able to stop them when I wanted to stop them or let them move when I wanted wanted to move there started to become a, a real real form of communication between me and those horses and it wasn't too long they were all just just as comfortable as they could be they were still fresh I didn't I didn't I didn't run them around in there 
to get uh, any of the freshness off by simply physical movement. This was all in their brain. By paying attention, reading the horse, positioning my body to get accomplish what I wanted, and then letting that horse feel that uh, accomplishment with the absence of pressure. So it was just a matter of, of applying pressure and releasing pressure based on what I wanted. And I thought it was really, really interesting, really neat to watch. Mm-hmm. And I was out there and I did see the horses. They all got very relaxed. And I think it is interesting how you had said the horses are watching me. They're looking at you. They're seeing seeing you, you're seeing them, and there's where that connection is at. And when they do that, everybody's paying attention to what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it really, it was very interesting. Well, we had talked about the horse's emotions, but as a handler, I said I wasn't going to talk about the humans, but we're going to just a little bit here when you're working with a horse. What should the handler's emotion be to best serve them when they're working with their horses? Oh, you got to be neutral emotionally when you're when you're when you're standing there as a leader. You can't be in an emotional tizzy, and that, and I think that's why, to me, uh, ye- yelling at horses, hollering at them, getting getting in some kind of a getting overly hurried or, or to, any of that emotionally charged things that we do is going to be counterproductive when it comes to working with a horse. Okay. So, again, so what should we do? What what should we, how can we help ourselves to be the very best for a horse? Because we all know they like the steady rhythm. I mean, you can look at them all in the pasture and they're all content and they're just grazing and you get some a sound or you get a storm coming or and then things pick up and things change their emotion goes with that well i think the best thing anybody can do is have a clear plan as to what you want to do when you go out there and, and then set it up so that that plan is that's your picture that's what you want and then you can set it up to where that horse does what what you want you just don't let them not do your picture and it sets the stage where you're immediately the one, you are the leader immediately. And horses like having a good leader, and they, they will get quiet in that. So that, that helps them to contain their emotions. And and then, you know, practice that, you know, because it, most people aren't wired up to think that way. So it's going to take you some, some time. You're going to catch yourself out there in the middle of, Maybe catching your horse and realize that you haven't, you haven't, you're not there. You're still back in the house or whatever. And but you're, you found yourself in the middle of your pen with a halter in your hand. Now you got a horse right there, and he's running away from you because you weren't there when you got there. <laughs> That's handy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> then that'll make you get emotionally involved, and then you'll be yelling at the side of because you can't catch him. That's, that's how that ends up going. But if you go there with a plan first, then your plan will keep you emotionally ne- neutral. Okay. And I believe that's what you refer to as the clear mental picture. All the time. Clear All the mental time. picture. Because mm-hmm. you've always got a clear mental picture with what it is that you're doing with your horses. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for that. It was very enlightening, and I hope you enjoyed that. If you have any topics, please um, send us a line, and we would love to talk about what your interests are with the horses or in with relationships. And we will see you the next time on the Horse Trainer's Wife's Podcast. Be sure and subscribe and follow along. Thank you.